Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Why are yours in the air? I have tiger blood right now. You do have tiger blood right uh-huh. now. Um, okay, let's go. Okay. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? You tell me. You have tiger blood right now. Supposedly. I mean, that's this uh, phase of this whole eating plan that I'm on. Is And honestly, I like bounced out of bed today and was like, something's different. So, Damn. Yeah, I feel great. Tiger blood's a good thing. I Yeah. I mean, it's just wild energy. Wild, wild energy. Yeah? Can you feel it coming off me? Your tiger energy? Uh-huh. Yeah, of yeah. course. Like all about everything about you is uh sharp and in focus and glowing. Yeah, I definitely feel it's like it feels like a I don't not hyper caffeinated, just super energetic. It feels very um it feels like I used to feel before a swim meet, like amped as fuck. Ready to go. Yeah, and physically. Like, yeah. not just my brain going, but, you know, like, well, you can tell I'm just, like, <laughs> sitting weird. You're doing, like, cheering poses kinda, while chatting. <laughs> I, like, want to run around. So, yeah, it's cool. Awesome. So that means you're through phase one of Whole30 where you're kind of, like, weaning yourself off of um, sugar, carbs, mm-hmm. all the things. And now that your body might not be expecting them, it's burning things differently. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Whatever it is. Yeah. Look, I'm not. I have never read the book, but that sounded right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Definitely, like that. You know, they have this sort of like these are the days you're gonna dream about junk food, and these are the days that you're gonna punch a friend, and these are the <laughs> days that you're gonna like yell at someone for giving you a parking ticket. Wait. So, are we recording on the halfway mark? Uh, yes. Basically. Congratulations. Thank you. Halfway there. Thank you. Whoa. Yes. Check back in with me in two weeks and see who I've punched. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be you. <laughs> What a funny disclaimer for Whole30. There will be violence. There will be punching. There might be punching. Yeah. Yeah. But also, what a, what a like, what's it called? A hall pass? A free pass? Uh, punch, yeah. Like a punch pass. Yeah. You get a punch card. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm on Whole30. You can't blame me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Poof. <laughs> yeah. Just all of it. Like, I don't have my normal blankets. I'm not smoking weed. I'm, so I feel very um, kind of raw and vulnerable. So I'm actually spending a lot more time at home. I'm sort of cloaking myself with the safety of my house instead of, you know, other things. Yeah. Hey, it's cold out. Uh, I hope your family is safe. Oh, my God. That fucking snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah. So my hometown uh, and all the East Coast, but Newfoundland specifically and St. John's got blasted with five up to five feet of snow in a snow hurricane. And my mom sent pictures and her entire the front of her house, like the snow is all the way up the front windows. She can't get out the front door. A snow hurricane. Yeah. Is it? A tornado is the spin. Yeah. A, a hurricane is just like a hurricane's straight. a name for a huge storm. Huge storm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why not? A, so it's a snowstorm. It is a snowstorm. It's just a huge snowstorm. They were calling it a hurricane because I think you know there's like a rainstorm and then a tropical storm and a hurricane. They're different levels of a rainstorm. Yeah. They're calling this a hurricane because it was such a giant fucking storm. They should name it then. Like I like. I mean, how come rain only gets the names Maria, Danny? Uh, Hurricane Danny or whatever. Those are so snow. Give snow a name. Okay. I don't know what it is. Elsa. Elsa. <laughs> snow cane. Elsa. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sleepy and you're bounding. It's good. I We're am good balance. Bouncy as hell. Fucking. Bel- I almost said. Bel- I almost said delicious and delightful, and then it came out as delicious. Oh, so, I thought you were gonna say ballistic. Oh, I, which I do feel. You feel ballistic. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
crunching this. I'm going to put this carrot down. Okay. Um, what are we talking about today? It's a mini-sode. So yes. it's just you and I doing a loose moose rap, but we have a lot of... I mean, we kind of have an agenda for it. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, do you want to give shout-out thank yous? Can I, I'd like to. Yes. Cool. So I just want to thank everybody for writing to us, DMing us, emailing us, slipping in there and telling us your thoughts, feelings, and pitches for us for this brand new year. We got a lot of them, and quite a few of them we're going to execute. Uh, how can I say this? It's time to research. Like, yeah. we have people asking us some questions where we're like, yo, we can make it up, but let's instead know what we're talking about. Yeah, let's dig in and drop some minis about specific topics that people are emailing us about. Like, what about vape pens in Colorado? Or what's up with... CBD um, for pets. CBD for pets, exactly. Or um, people are definitely curious about the legalization of psychedelics that's yeah. moving across the country with, you know, decriminalization of psilocybin in places like Oakland and, you know, just like all sorts of stuff going on. And people want to know more in-depth about certain topics. So we're going to try and drop some minis that are just addressing kind of one thing. And is legalization a good thing Yeah. when it comes to cannabis? Yep. Which let's not get into. Let's, but we let's will. do some looking. We yeah. are going to dig into it because here in California, they just raised taxes. In Illinois, taxes just went up to 41%, even though the market just opened. So we're going to dig into the differences between legalization for adult use and medical and decriminalization versus legalization and what's good and what's not and what's working and what isn't working. Damn right. Yep. Uh, also, on that same tip, excuse me, you're, I'm like belching and sweaty and like gnarled and just gross and you're, <laughs> it's fantastic. You look great. Thank you. That You're the yang to my ying. Something. Something. Uh-huh. Oh boy, oh boy. Carry it, Mary Jane. Put it on your back. <laughs> Carry me around. But what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, I don't want to name them by name, but I do want to shout out the person who wrote to us and said, I think I'm leaving my current profession to get into the cannabis game. Yeah. Let me pull that up. That was a really cool message to get, and all I want to say is, congratulations, oh, you're going to shine so bright, and it's going to be a wonderful life. You're probably already having a wonderful life, but it's going to only get brighter the more you follow your heart and follow your dreams and make sure what you're doing fits with what you want to do. I mean, it's someone that we've been hearing from as they have been sort of like trying to figure it out. Like, I work in a job that I really don't like. I work in a job that I'm not allowed to smoke weed at, so I have to do everything on the DL, and I just don't feel like I can be myself working this job. We were talking the other day because you were a part of something where you, you were like, it sounded like everyone who was talking was just a fluorescent light in an office. Mm-hmm. Like, the hum of their business jargon and office bullshit was the hum of a fluorescent light. And it hit me so deep for all of the offices I've worked in, and it just hasn't been for me. Maybe it's for you, and that's okay, but for me, I was like, oh, I can't I can't write, I hope this email finds you well one more time. Right. Yeah. It's not for everyone. It's I've, not for everyone. I've definitely chosen jobs like working on a fishing boat or, you know, working in a bead store or working as a cater waiter instead Anal of... bead? bead no, uh, a really beautiful, um, like, glass beads that wow. you'd make necklaces and jewelry oh, with. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was nice. That's beautiful. I was 16, Mike. <laughs> I don't, yo, I don't know. St. John was probably like, well, we need someone for the store. She's pretty and nice and fun. It was a great job, except my jo- uh, my boss hated me and had me fired because her boyfriend wouldn't stop staring at my tits. Wow, really? Yeah, and I got fired for that. 
So fuck you, Manita. Anyway. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was never really cut out for the office life. And I have such wonderful friends who are doing so well in all sorts of like corporate environments and fucking rising to the top. And I fucking love it. And I'm so thrilled for them. And then there are other people who just don't function in that world at all and need to get out. And so one of our listeners wrote uh, a while back and was like, hey, do you have any tips? Kind of trying to get out of this job. And then we just got this. I'm going to read it. Okay. Dear Mary Jane and Mike. I'm proud to say I'm officially quitting my government job and going into the marijuana business. I'm taking handlers and cultivating classes and reading loads about cannabis to further my knowledge. I have your podcast to thank for keeping me in the know about cannabis culture and what's going on. I also have you guys to thank for inspiring me to pursue my dream and not be afraid of being myself. You guys are so amazing, and I can't wait to see what this great new chapter in life will bring me. Ugh. Isn't that incredible? We need a sound effect pad for just all the cheering <laughs> that is going through my head right now. Oh, yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. No yeah. more fluorescent hum. Now it's going to be like HD lights that you hear humming. It's so great. Yeah, the grow lights will be humming. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Honestly, I think my mantra for this year is what I wrote on the wall of the Brea Improv. And it's just, I love this life. I love this fucking life. Which another person wrote in to say, thank you for sharing that. And it's become their mantra. So even when I hate it, I, I got to tell myself I love it. Yeah. And it brings the right energy my way. You know, it's something that my sister says a lot. And that means a lot to me right now because she's not well. And it's just she's like, but you have to be here every day and think about how cool it is and how great it is to, you know, just be around. Yeah. So say it out loud. I love this life. I love this life. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to be saying it in traffic anytime. Yeah. Say it out loud and it kind of makes my face smile. Yeah. Which is nice. It's you, fucking cool. You can see my teeth bones. Yeah. Good things. Can I say something on that note? Just like I heard on a podcast the other day, a podcast that I love and listen to and don't miss an episode of and something really bummed me out. Um, one of the hosts was dunking on people who had chosen to go to Alaska to work in canneries as a job. And... I don't, I don't want to call anything out about the podcast or who it was, but the, the, the quote was something like, yeah, all the burnouts in my class were like the ones who went to Alaska to get jobs in canneries. And it just, my heart sank when I heard that because I worked in Alaska on a fishing boat and I fucking loved it. And the people who live in Alaska are some of the most amazing, wild-hearted people that you'll ever met, meet, like fucking brilliant. Like, yeah, they live outside the fucking world that you might be comfortable with, but that doesn't mean that they're fucking burnouts. They're like renegades and incredible people or like stewards of the land in a lot of cases and it just made my heart break a little bit because I had like looked up to this person a little bit and I was like don't just don't dunk on other people's life choices because you don't understand them or, or they, they're not for you yeah like whether that person chooses to go work in a cannery or someone is you know works as a, a job that you just don't think is smart you know don't yeah. don't like call people's jobs or vocations or life choices out for being stupid and i hate the word burnout what the fuck does that mean like yeah maybe they were tired of looking at assholes like you fuck yeah <laughs> you know yes. they're burnt out on that so it just it it made me sad um and i just wanted to kind of say it here as a reminder to myself to not do that because i don't i don't want to judge other people i'm in a, in a phase of my life where i'm kind of like taking stock of a lot of things and i've i've judged others and I don't want to do that anymore. No. You know? What good does it do? And also it doesn't, I mean, on a on a conversational point, mm -hmm. I hate sitting across from somebody where the swirl is downward. Yeah. I don't want to have a downward swirl of a conversation. You yeah. know? Yeah. Don't suck me down that drain. Yeah. 
Not interested. Not interested. Exactly. So I guess, you know, if someone is in a relationship that you don't agree with or they're making choices that you don't think are the right ones for them, like kind of stay out of it and just support them and love them and celebrate the things that you do feel good about and keep your nose out of the rest and don't call people burnouts or be a jerk about working in Alaska. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I mean, it's a big enough podcast that if you listen to it, you know exactly what you're talking about. So we can leave it at that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But what's the flip of that? Because I don't know anything about canneries. I have been mad judgmental about the things that I don't want in my life that I felt like I was running away from. Mm -hmm. And I, me talking shit about them gave me the permission to feel like I didn't have to follow that route. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to hate something to get away from it. Sure. Well, one of the points that was made in that conversation about working in canneries is that it's a job choice that is for someone who's running from something. Like, that is, you know, a valid point. I think a lot of people are like, I'll go, I'll just go to Alaska and get away from it all. Yeah, cash only. Don't mind me. Totally. Like, we are here, like, what did you say? Stewards of the land? Stewards of the land. Yeah, 100%. Sure. Yeah. I got a job on, my first job on the fishing boat and went to sea for three months to kind of like get away from a, a, the end of a relationship. I had a broken heart and all that. Like, yeah, it was. It sounds like a safe haven. It doesn't sound like it's for burnouts. It sounds like a place for people to go to like feel safe and sure. have a life that is maybe not for everyone else. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. You are getting away from things. You're physically getting very far away from things. And maybe The mentally... moon doesn't even want to go there. <laughs> Actually, the moon is uh, brighter and bigger there. Ah, it's see? more beautiful. This is why you can't talk shit, because <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. It's a special fucking magical place. So, yeah, maybe you are running from something. Maybe you have a reason to run from something. And, you know, don't judge anyone for running either. Mm-hmm. I've run from things. Hell yeah. I've had to. So, I don't know, what what was your initial question? I feel like I'm on a big soapbox today. <laughs> <laughs> well, high horse? Yep. Uh, honestly, it's none of my business. Hmm. Wherever you live and whatever you do is none of my business, but I just only wish the best for you because that's what I hope you wish for me. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. It makes life easy when you just try and be like, yeah, I hope you fucking thrive, motherfucker. And that applies to smoking weed, too. I mean, that, you know, for some people, they're like, oh, you're just escaping from your life or you're just running away. And I think that, you know, someone like Joe Biden talking about marijuana being problematic because it's a drug and it leads to other drugs, all that kind of stuff for people that I've spoken to who are like, well, you can't use weed and be sober because it's, you know, something that is an intoxicant. I know people who are sober who smoke weed. And I also know people who use cannabis to, yeah, escape a little bit. And whatever it is that they're using it for, that's their choice. Not your fucking business, not your reason, not your fucking within your purview to question why they're using it unless, you know, it's deeply affecting you in some negative way. That's more of like a good friend coming to you and being like, hey, I'm concerned. I'm like seeing things that you might not want to hear, but I care deeply about you. So I'm trying to have a conversation with you about these things. That's such a different like POV than somebody like Biden driving around in a no malarkey bus trying to tell everybody what to fucking do. Exactly. Oh, can I say on that tip? Yeah. Um, what's a we need like a nickname for like something that Weed and Grub co-signs? Oh. Like a like yo fuck with this if you like if you fuck with us you might want to fuck with this. Weed fuck with this. <laughs> oh, this is not the place okay. to workshop. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> the Live worst. <laughs> wow. The worst peek behind the curtain. It's just two people going weed weed weed. weed. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Mm, ideas. Can of this. Wow. Can of bliss. 
can so everybody if you can steal it if you can afford it if you can somehow find it check out season one of work in progress on showtime it's a friend of mine from second city her name is abby directed by tim these are great talented people and it is i think a really important heartfelt and funny show that is unlike anything else out there it blew my mind uh, it was uh, Lily Wachowski of the Wachowskis came on board once uh, Lily had seen the first, I think, 30 seconds of the pilot yeah. that they shot because Lily was like, this is important and it's queer as fuck and it's trans as fuck and it's educating me in, a, in, in the coolest way about just all, all that entire community, like the queer community, the trans community, the gay community, looking at it through the lens of a 45-year-old woman who is... I'd never heard dead name before. It was really yeah. exciting to Google what that meant because it wasn't their job on the show to explain it to me. Mm-hmm. And so I did a wonderful deep dive where now I have a broader, better, and smarter understanding about something I never would have before. It's so fucking funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Ooh, Work in progress. That's it. I like this I like this section. Yeah. The celebration of things we fuck with. This is the mini. It's <laughs> celebrating all of the things we fuck with. Yeah. yeah. What else is happening on our list? We had some... Oh! Shit, speaking of um, like worlds that aren't my world, but I love being a part of because mm-hmm. the whole world should be my world. When we were at Laganja's after that South by Southwest um, meeting oh that we God. all had, uh-huh. and she, <laughs> you, you go, oh, you have a Dyson? Yeah, and then well, we all geeked. <laughs> it's the nicest vacuum cleaner. It's very fancy. And it's very, it's a bar, It's a piece of art, really. It hangs on the wall. It looks like it's this beautiful, beautiful piece of art. And I was like, does that, can I see it work? And Laganja pulled it off the wall and was like, oh, yes. And like demoed it and was like, look how great it is. It was so fun. It's so funny to go from like your 20s to your 30s, like whatever age you are and your envies change. And I had vacuum envy and I was like, what is happening to me? Like, I, I, ooh, ooh. Oh, does it get corners? Can you get the dog hair in the corner of the room quite easily? Uh Uh-huh. It's so funny. What else, what other envies are there that you I have, have that have I get changed? fridge envy. I okay. get deep fridge envy. Because I think about how my fridge in my apartment, it's a um, single large door, and then the freezer is on top, and it's a tiny rectangle. Yep. But boy, oh boy, you go to somebody... Like a like a friend who's got like level up money, and they have two doors that are the same size, like next the to suicide each other. doors. Yeah, like French windows. Uh-huh. It's like a French window fridge. Uh huh. <laughs> and then the the freezer is on the bottom, yeah. which makes so much more sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cold air, hot what? Cold air sinks. Cold air sinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hot air rises. So why would your freezer be in the hot air? Who the fuck designed that shit in the first? Because I'm poor. Well, I, I shouldn't say yo. Look, sorry about that. But yeah, I feel like I feel like when you level up in fridge technology, you're like kind of leveling up in life and your freezer belongs or your freezer lives where it's supposed to belong. It should be you know, okay, here I have I have a a supposition. You wanna hear my supposition about why the freezer's on top? Great. Because it used to be an ice box. So back in the day when that was an ice box and you were just loading it full of slabs of ice that would be bought at the ice house, you would put it up top so the cold air would sink and keep everything cold. Yes. Don't you think? Yes. But then they, when they like made it into the refrigerator that was, became an electrical appliance. For they, your pizza and pierogies. Yeah, they forgot to redesign it so that the ice would be at the bottom. They just didn't uh, remember why that. Why would we? Yeah. You're so right. I think that's why it's up top. That's gotta because be Because the ice used to actually chill the rest of the thing because it was all one compartment. 
I feel like I'm right. I know you're right. Don't look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up. I'm looking something else up. I have a tweet that I want to share. Oh, okay. But I feel like that's right. Yeah, but appliance envy is something new in my life. And I'd never felt it before, but I'm quite quite taken by certain appliances in people's homes these days. You know what I have? What? Pillow envy. Isn't that the most bougie fucking thing to have (laughs) fucking envy about? I'm just at a stage in my life where friends of mine have nice pillows. And it's never been a thing that I've ever wanted in my whole entire life. I've never cared at all. And now I'll go into a friend's home and they'll have like, you know, these pillows are expensive. Oh, what is that? Goose down? Yeah. And well, you know, they're like, they're like Norwegian fucking goose down with like linen and Uh I don't know. They're very expensive. Do you like the ones where you lay on it and it hugs your head? No, no, no. I'm talking like decorative couch pillows. Oh, you're talking about the don't touch me. These aren't for using. No, don't touch it. (laughs) Don't touch that pillow and get your stupid dog off it. That's for decoration. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I have pillow envy. I... Because when you walk in and you see the ones on the couch that are proper and with handwriting on them, not the ones that say like believe and love. No. Just a These nice... don't have words. They've got Norwegian <laughs> embroidery. Nothing to prove. No. They're very expensive from a place you've never heard of called like Halsström. <laughs> <laughs> and they're made by like two people who sit in a little wooden house. Sounds like a dream. Fucking expensive. Pillow envy. Yeah. Yeah. Relatable. Home decor envy, but pillows specifically. Did you pull up a tweet that you were going to tell me about? I did because I like it so much. This is such a loose moose mini and I love it. Yeah. I I just (laughs) just saw this the other day from Smoke, who's at Terrell, T-E-R-R-I-L-L. And this just made me laugh so fucking hard. It says, I went on a date with a young woman who didn't want to sneak snacks into the movies. Not sure which direction life has taken her, but I hope she's well, because I wasn't sticking around for that. (laughs) Peace! And it just made me think about how you and I have talked about (laughs) movie snacks, sneaking them in, trying to get that whole pizza or roast chicken or picnic basket or whatever. Or roast chicken in your hoodie pocket. Uh (laughs) And how I love how Smoke is just like, yeah, I wonder how she is. She was so pretty, but it just wasn't going to work out. Nah. I'm cl- I'm shaking Reese's pieces with every step of my left foot going shrunk, 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 fearless. She wouldn't even try. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. I have like put a burrito in my like hoodie hood oh. and just like folded it over so that I've got like a backdoor burrito when I'm walking into the movie. Backdoor burrito sounds real weird. Hell yeah. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> hey. I think that's probably some weird sex move. Great. It's like you shit your pants when someone's trying to... Have anal? Yeah, maybe. Gross. Mary Jane, I'm Sorry. talking about wa- getting sh- sneaking Chipotle into uncut gems. You said backdoor burrito, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Come on. It's just like a thick dick. Yeah. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> oh, my God. What would you sneak in? What would be the boldest thing that I could think of one thing that if anybody snuck it in, I would, I mean, they're my God. I love the hoodie trick. I will be trying that with a roast chicken at some point. I have always wanted to redo the time that I actually did sneak into a concert. I put bags of vodka in my bra and, <laughs> and like supplied my whole friend group. They were like, but it's a dry venue. And I was like, not anymore. <laughs> That's so um, cool. So yeah, like I would take, you know, you get the box wine and just take the box out and then you just put it in your shirt. Yeah. That would be I've seen good. some really great purses with a spout. Ooh. Which yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'd rock that purse. Well, that reminds I just saw a uh, hairbrush with a 
stash pocket for your weed where you unscrew the handle. Someone tweeted about it and she was like, we just got pulled over. Ha ha. Fucking missed my stash. And I was like, oh, cool. That's fucking cool. Yeah, everyone, if you have pictures of that kind of thing, I live for that too. Where, yeah. do, you, where do you stash your stuff to be safe? That's a great one. Ooh, yeah. Let's do a stash uh, stash sewed or something because, yeah. yeah, like a key and a rock. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, your shaving cream has $10 in it? Yo. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Wait, what would you sneak in? My dream would be to go to like an afternoon movie. Excuse me. And I'm the only person there. And I snuck like a lobster in with a cracker and a, two bowls. And I'm just like eating delicious buttery lobster claws and tail and watching a movie. And I'm kind of the only person in the theater. Oh, yeah. That'd be a dream. Some drawn butter. Right. Would you do that by yourself, though? Well, see, I would get the drawn butter from the movie theater. Oh. You know, I'd like I'd sneak the lobster in and then I would get like, hey, can I just get like a small cup of drawn butter? Uh, drawn, I mean, popcorn butter. <laughs> popcorn butter on your lobster. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I would, I, doesn't that make sense? Also, I feel like if they, if it's a self-serve popcorn situation, like where you talk about the popcorn trick where you put the straw down and you can fill it up yourself, why not fill that lobster carcass with a bunch of butter at the machine? How fun would that be? I would, I mean, if anyone ever pulls that off, please send pictures. Seriously. That's crazy. You can run your lobster under the popcorn butter machine <laughs> and then go into the theater. I think that's the coolest thing I've ever, I, I'd flip. Oh my God. You're just making me think. <laughs> To you, you're actually making me drool and think of how on maybe the last day of like today's the day you're going to dream about junk food day i passed the corner of my street and there was it was like sent from the universe to fucking tempt me there was a goddamn truck selling lobster rolls and whoopie pies parked on my corner and i almost like tore off all my clothes and threw myself at them i was like what the fuck i can't have any of this right now it's your falling down oh totally uh, that's so funny yeah yeah mary jane went full michael douglas and uh yeah. <laughs> it was over lobster. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to have lobster on your last day or on your on the day after the last day, yeah. uh, I'd the, love to be invited. The first day of the rest of my life? First day of the rest of your life. Will you make me lobster? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Could I? Uh, I would love to do a whole lobster, a lobster roll, because I have a really good lobster roll recipe with like homemade mayonnaise and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, let me go. Can I go to town for you? Yes. Okay, great. Yes. Oh, that'd I would be an honor. love that. Cool. I also would like to, I'll bring dessert because I've been dreaming about a German chocolate, <laughs> three, fuck, three layered German chocolate cake and a special bottle of red wine. And then I'm just going to go back into my room and sleep for like four days. Great. Lobster roll with cake and wine. Fuck yes. Yeah. Not only is it earned, but it's going to taste so wild. Oh my God. Okay. What are we going to smoke for it? Um. Ooh. Yeah. 15 more days to figure it out. Mm. I mean, I've got my favorite pre-rolls that I'm not going to name unless they sponsor us. Oh, But, you know, okay. yeah, we can find some good flour. Mwah. Anything else on the docket before we wrap up? I think that's good for today. I'm yeah. excited to dig into all of this with you. Like, it's really neat to hear from people about, uh, you know, what's going on in their home state or country or wherever it is that you are and, you know, what you want to know from us, what's up in California and beyond. 
yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna do some some listening and reading and researching and, and come back with some info about a bunch of stuff absolutely i care so much about this plant and our podcast and my relationship with you and everyone listening that it's time to dig a little deeper and i'm excited that people want to hear more about that yeah and the best thing is that we know so many cool people that we can talk to about the things that we don't know about i would love to talk to like a mayor or a governor or like a like a California cannabis boss. Yeah, Cat Packer, who's the weed czar for LA, would be really cool to get on here. Okay. Let's put it in the air. Let's put Let's it in get the cat fucking on air. Here. Yeah. yeah, everybody, keep putting it in the air. Keep putting it in the and air. And I hope that you love your life. And if not, I hope that you say it out loud and it brings a smile to your fucking face. Nice. Yeah, follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Click, click, click. Um, what's our what's our email? Uh, weedandgrub at gmail.com. Yeah. Slide into our DMs with some whisk pics. Also, send uh, pictures of your noodles. <laughs> send nudes? Send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back with another episode soon. Have a great week, everybody. Good? Yeah. Call it. All right. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.